Dear fellow redeemed, we consider especially our gospel reading from the Gospel of Matthew chapter 14. And as we begin, I'd like to ask, what does faith look like? Normally we can describe it in terms and words that don't have much of a picture to it. Words like trust, knowledge, assent, if you want the, the third the three dogmatic terms that we use. That you know who this Jesus is, that you trust, that you trust in him, and that you agree on his will for your life. That you agree what he says is good and part of his gracious, merciful will for you. That's what faith is. But it's a different question. What does faith look like? Maybe you think of, of a grandparent. Of the grandparent who was always there. The grandparent who would read to you, or sometimes if you slept over at their house, they would take you to church. The grandparent who always, always made it. Maybe you think of that grandparent. Maybe you think of a particular time or circumstance when it was, you know, one of those circumstances that the hymn kind of brings to mind of other times that you may have sung that hymn. And you think of what happened and all the emotions that kind of come rolling back almost like a wave or a tide, rolling back along with those words, along with the memories. What does faith look like? Maybe it looks like visiting that friend. When I ask that question, what does faith look like? I think of um, some of the people that I visited in the hospital. And sometimes it was rather routine and they would be going home in a day or two. And other days it was less than routine and they'd probably be going to heaven in a week or two. And those people, those people, they, they wouldn't have looked at themselves and said, you know, I have great faith and you should emulate me. But there was the quiet confidence that not only were they in the hands of the physicians at the hospital, but even greater, in the hands of a great physician of body and soul, the one who had in mind the days marked out for them before one of them came to pass. So what does faith look like? We know what it is. We can define it. We, we know what it does. That faith is living and active. That faith is a reflection of the Word of God. That faith clings to the Word of God. That faith in and of itself doesn't have any power aside from the one in whom that faith is placed. That if your faith is in me for you to walk on water, then obviously your faith is misplaced. If your faith is in Jesus, well, there goes Peter, walking as simply as if it is the sidewalk. But that question, what does faith look like? And you think of that, and you think to yourself, well, maybe it was this person or that other circumstance comes to mind, or maybe this gospel account. What does faith look like? It starts out, and they're all in the same boat together, quite literally, and, um, and they're very familiar with this large lake, this inland sea. 
They're very familiar with it. Peter had made his living on it multiple times for many years. And yet they are terrified. And they see this figure walking toward them, and they are even more terrified. It looks like a ghost. Look at this. When the disciples saw, saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and cried out in fear. It is a ghost. What does faith look like? Does it look like these, these 12 guys cowering in the bottom of the boat, saying, oh my goodness, it's a bad storm. We are going to die, and now there's a ghost walking toward us. This is just a harbinger of death. All these sailor superstitions have come true. This is the one who shows that the Grim Reaper is here for me. Maybe it's a ghost. That point of terror. Is that faith? What does faith look like? Jesus speaks to them. And faith looks like this, these people who have been dropped into this boat, who are living in this storm that obviously Jesus knows about, this storm that is still under his divine control, within his divine restraint. And faith looks to Jesus, and Jesus speaks. Take heart, it is I, do not be afraid. That you can't separate out the idea of faith from Jesus. That you can't separate out the idea of faith um, as though you were just cruising up and down the aisles at Hobby Lobby and looking at all the chintzy little sayings about faith that you could put on your kitchen wall. I mean, that's great if you like that. But faith isn't so much about the faith, but about the Jesus in whom that faith is placed. And it starts with a word from Jesus. That even if they were terrified, they were still wondering, and they were, they were worried, and they were afraid. The sort of fear that, you know, I, I thought I understood this as a child. The sort of fear that says, you know, I'm afraid when the, when, when the nightlight burns out and I'm in the dark. I'm afraid of the dark. But as you grow up, you realize there are bigger things than the dark to be afraid of. I'm afraid of driving long distances because who knows what's going to happen on the highway. Speaking as somebody who got a flat in construction up by Monroe last week, I'm afraid of natural disasters. When you see the images and hear the stories of places from like Maui, for instance, or if you've read the book about the Hinkley Fire in Hinkley, Minnesota, like that would be terrifying. I'm afraid. And I wonder, what does faith look like? What does faith actually look like if faith is knowledge and trust and assent that I know who my Savior is, I trust in Him to do the best for me, and that I bow my head even when His will conflicts with mine, and I say, His will is correct, His word is always true, His will toward me is good and gracious, even if, even if the circumstances don't work out the way that I want. Okay, that makes sense logically, but my heart still says, but what does it look like? Give me an example. Give me a picture. Give me an image. Something that, that you can't put into words quite the same way. Something like there in Elijah standing at Mount Carmel. What does faith look like? And you would say, oh, it's, um, it's when God drops fire from heaven to burn up your enemies. 
to burn up your, your altar here, and then, and then the prophets of Baal are all slaughtered in the valley. That's got to be faith. Look how powerful that is. If only I had a faith like that, and if only, if only I could. If only I could see God acting like that in my life, then of course, that's what faith must look like. You flip to the next chapter, and there is Elijah despondent and depressed, running for his life and wondering, why hasn't this whole reformation of Israel happened? Lord, um, I corrected their idolatry. They all said, the Lord, he is God, and now they want to kill me. And God teaches him the very same lesson about faith that he teaches these disciples in the boat. These grown men who are very well acquainted with their trade and their craft of sailing their little boats um, across the shoals of fish there in the Sea of Galilee. These men who um, have made their living being the sort of blue-collar, hard-nosed workers that, that involved. And there sits Elijah. And he sees the power of God. He sees the power of God in wind and in the fire. And God says, that's not where faith is found. That God speaks to him the same way that God speaks to his disciples. Not in some inner whispering and trying to piece together from the events of their life. Is God actually smiling upon me or not? Not in some inner whisper as if I can read in my own heart, in my emotion, my own faith. But rather, God speaks to say, here is a word that you can hold on to. We don't have the word that God had spoken to Elijah. We have the word that that same God, the word made flesh, spoke Take heart in his eye, do not be afraid. What does faith look like? As people who are dropped into the circumstances of life, the good, the bad, the ugly, and everything in between, faith doesn't always look pretty. And it doesn't always look victorious. In fact, sometimes it looks like downright suffering. Um, where Paul says, for your sake we are being put to death all day long, we are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. What does faith look like? Sometimes it looks like people turning their backs on you and saying, oh, you're one of those Christians? No, thank you. What does faith look like? Does it look like, oh, the Christian will have everything work out in their entire life. They will live to a ripe old age with all the health and vitality of their youth. The Christian will never experience financial loss or, or scams from their Nigerian uncle. No. If you read all of Psalm 73, I mean, we only, took, we only took a dozen verses from it. But if you read all of Psalm 73, that's the exact thing that Asaph is wondering. What does faith look like? Because if it goes by what I see, then there is far more benefit in being somebody who is not a Christian, not a believer. There's far more benefit. Look at the blessings that they have. Look at the, the lives free of conscience and guilt. Look at the success. And you, and your people, Lord, your people are the ones who struggle, who get sick and who die at what we call a young age and too early. Your people 
are the one who have to scrimp and save and wonder and look to you each day for their daily bread. What does faith look like? And you start to assemble this picture in your brain that it isn't necessarily what you and I had always expected. And it isn't necessarily what all of the world around us thinks of when they talk about Christian faith, of the smiling faces on, on Sunday morning. That faith sometimes is as simple as, as the internal struggle on Friday night. The struggle that says, you know what, uh, I've got pain. Emotional pain, physical pain, whatever it is. But I know there's a good choice and a bad choice here. And God help me because I want to stick with taking the better choice. Sometimes faith is walking with Elijah for 40 days and 40 nights, being sustained only by the word of God, in his case, in his case, a literal meal that God had made for him, being sustained for 40 days and 40 nights of walking through the desert, and boy, after the third day, Elijah must have wondered, how much longer does this go on? What does faith look like? You start to assemble this picture, and here are the disciples who are terrified in the boat. Here's Elijah who is despondent that God isn't doing more visibly in his life. Here is Asaph wondering, why is it that all the believers have the success, and, or all the unbelievers have the success, and the believers are the ones whose names are dragged through the mud? And Paul writes, for your sake, we are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. Wow. That's a far cry from the, the context in which uh, Romans 8.28 is normally read. We know in all things God works for the good of those who love him. Normally when you think of that, you're like, yeah, God's got it. God's got this. He'll figure it out. He'll bless me through this. Friends, sometimes that blessing seems like sitting in the boat and the waves are getting high. And you don't see Jesus yet. Sometimes that blessing is expecting the wind or the fire to, to demonstrate God's power. Uh, just, a, just a little bit on your behalf. And all you have is a word. This external word. This word that is not found in Elijah's heart. But that God speaks. This external word that is not found in the worry of the boat, but in the voice of Jesus. Take heart in his eye. Do not be afraid. Those guys were terrified out of their minds of the sort of gut-wrenching terror that, that, <laughs> that you could probably only think of if you've been there. The, the kind that kind of knots up in your, your, your gut and wondering, how is this going to work out? And Jesus says, take heart in his eye. He doesn't, he doesn't stop the wind and the waves. He doesn't just hop into the boat. Hey, guys, what's going on? He's out there, and he speaks. What does faith look like? Faith listens to that word, that word that is outside of us. It doesn't rely on itself as if in its own memory, in its own recollection, in its own interpretation. Faith says, I need to know what my Jesus has to say. Because my Jesus and his word is pretty straightforward and unbending, and my heart will always twist and misinterpret anything that he has to say. But this Jesus will be proven true in every circumstance. What does faith look like? 
Peter steps out of the boat. Lord, if it is you, call me and tell me to come to you. What does faith look like? It's not that Peter was so great. We hear about that numerous times. But Jesus proves that he does great things through his word. Jesus proves that he does great things with those of little faith. Jesus proves that that faith that he has forged is the connection between him and you. It is a faith that began with his word and follows through in your life, in your action. What does faith look like? There is Peter walking across the water. Whether he's hiking up and down the the waves, I don't know. Or maybe it was just clear as a, a sidewalk right there in front of him. But faith took this Jesus at his word. If it is you, tell me to come to you. Come. Faith recognizes that even when I'm scared, and even when the circumstances in my life are like the images you see on the news, that this Jesus is going to be trustworthy. And even if it were his will that I would sink to the bottom of the sea, never to see daylight again, then so be it, because this Jesus, this Jesus has my good in mind. And so Peter walks. What does faith look like? Um, Normally we talk about, you know, Peter walking on the water. But then he sinks. That our faith, if it were entirely up to us, or merely up to us, it's not your emotion. It's not Peter felt confident and then he did it. It's that Peter took his eyes off his Jesus. And then he sank. What does faith look like? As he's sinking, Lord save me. And Jesus does it again. To this guy who had been terrified in the boat and now sinking beneath the waves, Jesus reaches an arm down, pulls him up, they get in the boat, and he says, Oh, you have little faith. Why did you doubt? What does faith look like? From our perception in this world, it's an up and down. It's a roller coaster. It's a boat on the waves of Galilee. It's the emotions of an Elijah at Mount Carmel and then at Mount Horeb. It's an up and down. It's Asaph who is writing the songs and directing the choir at Solomon's temple and then wondering, where is the God of justice? Where is the God of good? And when will we see some justice in my life? In faith. The faith that God has created. The faith that is created by the word of Jesus, by the voice that God spoke to Elijah, by the word that God brought into your life too. Faith knows that this Jesus has done it all. That this Jesus doesn't just save men from drowning on the sea. He saves sinners from eternity in hell. That this Jesus hasn't just promised you forever in heaven, but he's promised you the forgiveness of sins. That he's promised you the fellowship of the church. That he's promised forever with him. That this Jesus says, you know what, dear Christian, even if it does feel like you're in a boat and it's a rocky day, stormy day, or a calm day, it doesn't matter because it doesn't really depend so much on your faith, but on where that faith is looking. So I guess the question, where is it that we look? 
Where is it that we look? That if, if we want to be looking at Jesus, and we do, I'll just assume that, that, that faith looks at Jesus and therefore we want to be looking at him, that you can't look at him with a closed Bible. And you can't look at him with a Bible app that is never used. That even if you do have doubts or questions or fears or wondering, that you're not going to reason it out in your own mind. But you need to look to this Jesus. That whether it is the top of Mount Carmel or the bottom of Mount Horeb for you, or somewhere in between, that you have a Jesus who has promised you everything. That you have a Jesus who has, yes, spoken so that your faith is in something, someone outside of you. That it doesn't depend on the emotions of the day or of the, the feelings of the circumstance. But it depends on this Jesus who walks on water. This Jesus who walked through hell victorious. This Jesus who broke open his tomb and ascended to rule and guide all things for the good of his people, his church. You can think of it this way. For my summer job during, during college, um, I worked for a company that does like blacktop seal coating and, um, and crack filling, that sort of thing. And I guess the, the side benefit, or the side result of that is that I can't walk across the parking lot without critiquing it. But there was one job that we had to do, it was about three hours north of our shop. And, um, and so we're up there, and I finished the job, we were setting up some bollards around a, a fire hydrant. So that, you know, at this airport, so that cars wouldn't knock over the fire hydrant. Easy. And then my mom called, and she said, well, I hope you're leaving soon, because um, the state of Wisconsin, uh, the National Weather Service, just recorded the lowest pressure that they have ever recorded. And so they're, they're calling for some fairly substantial storms. I'm like, okay, well, yeah, we're leaving, and uh, we're going to drive through it. i got a deuce and a half here, and hopefully it'll, uh, it'll last, right? And so we're driving, and then it starts raining. What does faith look like? Well, it keeps driving. And then it starts raining harder. <laughs> and then the guy that I'm following, he you know, puts his lights on, on top so I can see where he is. And, um, and he's on the road, thankfully. And then it starts raining harder. And we stop. And if you've ever been in a storm like this, this is the, the second storm in my lifetime, hopefully the last, that I've ever driven through that sparked a tornado. <laughs> if you've ever driven through something like that, that is a totally different kind of terror. I'm sure you have your own terrifying events. You know, if you've um, tried to take shelter in a basement or something like that, uh, very similar, where your stomach just drops and you're like, what is going to happen here? What is faith like? Faith is... <laughs> Standing on the brakes, almost willing and praying that the tires are going to hang on as you feel the wind pushing the truck backward and doing one of these, starting to lift up. What does faith look like? Trying to remember the words to the Lord's Prayer, Our Father who art in heaven, what's next? Oh, shoot. What does faith look like driving through that area um, about two weeks later and seeing 
75 yards off the roadway where the tornado had come through. I sympathize with Simon Peter. Because faith doesn't always look as shiny and spectacular as we imagine it does. That faith sometimes isn't even recalling the words that we've known from our youth. That faith isn't always looking like the victorious perfect or the yeah, the victorious life and the perfect household and the best circumstances. But that faith, even when you are scared, says, I know where my help comes from. So what next? When you're sitting in a storm, don't be looking for Jesus to walk across the water. That's not the time. The time is when it's sunny out. The time is to say, I need this Jesus. And I need to know him and what he says. So that when I'm out in the middle of the boat, when I'm sitting in the depth of my sorrow at Mount Horeb, when I'm wondering, um, you know, like Asaph in Psalm 73, when I'm wondering where God's goodness and justice are, that I'm not just left to spiral in my own emotions and stew in my own guilt. So go ahead. God gives us a picture, an image of what faith looks like. It looks like 12 men who are terrified out of their minds, one who is, who is already soaked from the rain, but now he's soaked from the sea, and sitting there with Jesus, and Jesus saying, you know what, there is one person that you can trust, and that word is outside of you. It is external to you, but it is trustworthy. And if it does sound like, um, like my Lord knows the pastor saying, basically, open your Bible and read it, yes, that's what I'm saying. Because you won't retain your faith simply by thinking about your faith or reading inspirational quotes. You'll retain it by listening to the voice of Jesus and his word. Thanks be to God.